Welcome back to Talking Pigskin. I am your host, Jeremy McKeon, or better known on this podcast as the Cowboy. And of course, I am joined by my co-host, Mike the Jag. And we are going to celebrate uh, Thanksgiving with a little bonus podcast. Uh, you know, it's time for turkey and touchdowns. And we've got we got three, three great divisional matchups uh, coming up later today that we uh we're gonna get into and preview a little bit and we've actually uh we even got a a couple twitter questions that we're gonna we're gonna answer on the air at the end of the the episode and uh yeah turkey and touchdowns uh who doesn't love thanksgiving football all day long good food so uh with that said thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoy okay so let's break down these Thanksgiving Day games. Bears-Lions is a little bit bigger than uh, meets the eye because Chicago wins and... they got to keep control. It's going to be hard for them to lose the NFC North unless they tank December. Yeah, see, you you were saying, I think, two weeks ago that they're hot. And I mm-hmm. said, well, they beat the Jets and the, whoever it was. You were saying who they played. So now they played somebody so now worth they be, beating. And, and yeah. someone that they needed to beat if they're going to win the division. That's, that's a game and a half, That's really. why I thought... That, that was the game that I thought decided the division before it pl- was played. I thought Minnesota won, yeah. and that was the game that because I thought that they would win at home against them too. And I figured they'd be at worst 1-1, one one, or sorry, at best 1-1 one one with the Packers, yeah. and, at, and then 0-2 with the Vikes. So I figured that was going to be enough for the Vikings to win that division. Because it didn't play out that way, I got I to gotta roll with what I, I've seen. And Bears are in the driver's seat. They got an easy schedule to finish. So, like, I see the Bears running the ball against Detroit on Thursday, and I see them winning. And I also don't see Trubisky making the same mistakes he did throwing the ball against the Vikings. It's in Detroit, correct? Detroit I, always plays at home just like Dallas on yes, Thanksgiving? Yes, in, in the Dome. I don't see him making the same mistakes against the Lions defense that he did against a really talented Viking defense. Harrison Smith is one of the best, most underrated safeties in football. Um, <laughs> hey, you want to talk about underrated safeties in football? How about Eddie Jackson? He's got more touchdowns. Than, any, than anyone in the league on defense in the last two seasons. The Chicago Bears defense have players that nobody talks about. They have And that's Goldman a direct reflection de- of Khalil Mack. Always, at least at the very worst when he's blocked, he's bull rushing the guy into the quarterback's feet. That rushes the path. There are four TDs since, last, since he entered the league. Khalil Mack allows any defensive coordinator that he plays for to call man far more often yes. than he would be comfortable doing. Yeah. See, okay. You don't mind leaving corners on islands when you have Khalil Mack moving men with one arm. It's unbelievable. Yes, he is. Uh, he's he's elite. He's a next level talent. I don't see the Lions having a prolific game through the air because that's but it isn't now. Is hold on, better because this is probably going to be about a eight and a half point spread. I haven't seen. I haven't favorite, seen the. Yeah. I haven't seen the early line. I didn't look either. And it's a divisional game. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's it's a divisional game, and this is a home dog. I, is it a trap game? Oh, I'm not saying it is, but is it? I see could it be? Saying. Yeah, of course it could be. But with it, with it, how Chicago's playing, is this uh, Chargers versus Broncos last mm, week? That was one that we didn't touch. We upon didn't touch my, on. We didn't touch on the last episode. My but, old man has been a Chargers fan since Dan Fouts and 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 Eric Coriel. <laughs> but uh, he was disappointed because they, they they were hot. That was 
clock management that lost in that game at the end. Absolutely. I but I don't see this game, to answer your question, being similar to that. Even though it's being played in Detroit, I, I like what I see in Chicago. I think Matt Nagy is creative. And what's more important than creativity is he's got the Sean McVay freshness, the originality. He's got that, you don't know where I'm coming from and you don't know what I've got kind of they're thing going Kans- They're Kansas City uh, extra light. They're Diet Casey. Oh, I like it. That's better. Yeah. I was okay. thinking like Coors Light compared to a real beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying as far. Yeah. I mean, Trubisky. But again, six now see, I, and there I go. There, there I go shitting you, on the Bears again. Yeah. Right? And, and you love your comparisons. Actually, no, you hate, I hate them. I hate comparisons. Um, I like Chicago taking this game. And I mean, if you're out there taking the line, folks, I would look at anything south of seven. Anything below seven points, I like. I like the Bears to, to cover. cover. I, they'll I, cover a touchdown on the road. You're saying? Yes, absolutely. I'm saying they'll they cover should. a touchdown they, on the road. Very, as, see, as this could should. be a fucking. This could be a 44 to 10 game. Yeah, just like the, the whole like trap game concept is an interesting concept because it's typically divisional teams that know each other very well play each other often, similar to the AFC West matchup that we just talked about. But I got Chicago taking it. How do you feel? Yeah, I. I I can't see uh, that. That was that's a big pump in the momentum for them. That that uh, like that locker room's believing in in themselves at this. At this How do they not point. believe on both on both sides? They have they have belief on both sides of the ball for very 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 good reasons. With how good the defense is playing and the offensive presence that Chicago's I just uh, put I together, didn't expect wow. it. I didn't expect it to look like a Kansas like I didn't expect him be to be able to have a uh like a poor man's Tyreek Hill and to make it work. So he's efficient. The, Adam like yeah. He's very efficient especially Trubisky with his script. Absolutely. Gase is con- very consistent with his scripted plays. Matt Nagy. Very, sorry. Who did I say? Adam Gase. Gase Miami. Um I was thinking of their uh their GM. But it's unique, like you're saying, though. Like it's very like what's, a like a diet Casey. What? Hold on, now I'm stuck on that. What's their GM's name? Pace. Ryan, Ryan Pace. Pace in That's Chicago. What I, I yeah. was combining. Yeah. He's a young guy too. I saw him in, in a press box making phone calls a, with thousand dollar cufflinks. And there's another guy who I didn't like. I I said that Chicago probably had the best off season mm-hmm. in the in free agency, mm-hmm. and then they had a great draft, and then they put the cherry on top of free agency right before the season started. And I just didn't give enough respect to what Pace put around all the other notable moves. That's where my evaluation... The role players. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, uh, good point. Exactly. Good the point. Eddie Jacksons. The good point. Taylor Gabriels. Yes, the, right. You know what I'm saying? Like The nickel corners uh, and the third defensive from New, tackles. Dude from New England. Uh, uh, the way- was it Knicks? Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, like that's a, they've got a solid team from the elite, like from the the elite Khalil Mack at the top, yeah, to the role player at the bottom. They're it's working. This like they get the they are able to I mean, execute like, their game plans because the scripted plays are working so well at the beginning of games. But it's like players that were good are now playing great. Like Goldman is a really good defensive tackle. Danny Danny uh, Trevathan, yeah, very very talented. Roquan, Roquan Smith, Roquan's he's evolving quite a bit yes. in about four weeks. He's evolving. I saw him out of position. That's what happens four when you miss. Ago. Well, hey, that's what happens when you miss camp. 
Good point. What? What? And, and and I don't know if he was trying to get paid, but it he was. Get, a, a yeah, contract. he was, and it and it worked. And good and then for he him. Came it's in, a business. And then he came good in out of football shape. He probably came in in shape, and he's a rookie, so he thinks that I'm good. His I know what shape I, is I know not, what I'm. And then it took him six weeks to get re- used to the to NFL. NFL shape. And then the good last point. four weeks, he's shown growth. Yes. Let's see if it continues to trend upward. Because if it does, then we're talking about a playoff win, maybe. I'm always curious to see how young players whose alma mater was in the southern states because it's hotter down there. Because they're going to be the, the three humid. seed. They're going to be the three seed. There's no way yeah. that the NFC, whoever wins the NFC East is not finishing ahead of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, that's pretty much established right now. Fair enough, yeah. Unless they, unless they limp in and everyone else in the NFC North, like they all yeah. balance out with those remaining games against each other. It's all... Yeah. You know what I mean? We still have to factor in that shit. But that's that, not going to happen. <laughs> but at Soldier Field, sh- Chicago, the snow's coming and the cold and the wind's coming. And I'm curious to see how it, what effect it has. Who, uh, they're a kicker. Bob, Parky, Cody, uh, uh, f- forgive me. They're but not, they're, well, see. I'm curious to if see. If they're in close games and their quarterback's yeah. keeping the other team in it, then yeah, it could come down to a, a, a field goal kicker. But they're in a dome on Thursday. We're both picking them. Let's go to the next game in the Dome. What do you think about Colt McCoy coming back to Texas? I think it's the perfect... Tejas. the perfect... Talk about trap games, another divisional game. Everything's just laid out. The the Thanksgiving table is set for the Cowboys. I've been scouring the NFL Network to see if they've been showing footage of Colt McCoy in practice, running with the ones, running with the twos, anything. I can't see him. I haven't seen him throw a pass since when? When did he last start? Well, he's he's was the only other quarterback on the on the Redskins roster, so they trust their their backup quarterback. That's line one. Or they just need the other roster spot for fifty two other guys. Okay. And they don't want to carry fair, three. Fair point. Fair maybe counter. Maybe Baltimore wants to keep three because they they have greater fair, depth. Fair counter. Um, he Texas boy, right? He's won in that state. We talked it about would, it before I talked on to air. Go to 2015. He 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 won that game. Um, it's three years ago. Three years in the NFL is a long time to be sitting and just watching and observing. And he could be terrible in knowledge. He, yeah, he could be terrible, now, or he could okay, be very let's, good. Let's go back a little bit because all we said about that game uh, prior to this is is that uh, Alex Smith broke his leg. That's all we talked about. We did. We didn't talk. Houston about how- was up twenty to seven or twenty to six. Yep. Believe yep. at that point, and then all of a sudden they took the lead. It was the first, and it was right after we talked about it. Yeah. First time in the season where they, there was a lead change for them. You they, did bring it up. They, they were perfect they, as far they, as and they the, took the lead twenty one twenty, and then they gave up the lead and and but the point is, they did lose, but they started moving the ball and scoring more points than when Alex Smith was in the game. I know time comes at uh, sorry. I know time comes at a premium, but have we ever given enough conversation to Adrian Peterson resurrecting his Hall of Fame career? Um, is it a little bit too soon to say like is know. seven or eight games resurrecting? Resurrecting in in the sense of like everybody he's said he had nothing lo- left. He's lasted longer than I expected. Say that. Like 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 I I'm not I'm not trying to pull. One of those classic cases of he everybody says or they all say he's not all day anymore. No, but he's like, Adrian just, Peterson. Let me just pull up the stats: 171 attempts, 723 yards, and six touchdowns. Okay. In seven, uh, eight games. Excuse me. More than that. Oh, excuse me. There's six ten and games. four in uh, ten games. So in so 70 yards a game. Perfect. I don't know if that's uh, resurrecting a career. I'm sorry. 
But if you tell me that any back that starts for you will get hey, 70 yards a game. Oh, I guess wow. I'm just used to it. I was just going to say you hey, have no, a luxury I, bro, riches I, with number 21 of Ohio State. I think, there was, I think there was a couple yards left on the field on Sunday when he finished with 122. <laughs> he, had two, he had 201 The yards yards left on the field in Detroit, oh, he had 241. Such a fan. Okay, so maybe not resurrecting his career, but AP is playing good football. Yeah, he's, and, hey, okay, I so mean, I said it when they played him last. He had the better game than Zeke. He, better, he was the better back in that game. You better believe that Colt's going to be giving AP the ball quite now, a few times. So. The Cowboys were a, sh- a shitty call um, that cost them five yards, and then the uh, the ball hit the upright. Mm-hmm. They cost them overtime and a chance to win that game. They had they would have had all the momentum going into overtime in that game. Who knows what would have happened, but they were that close. Sub having Amari Cooper in the lineup. Now you got Amari Cooper. Now they don't have Alex Smith. That's a big shift in what's going on. Let's be honest. Brass tacks. You don't think that Dallas loses on Thursday, do you? I do not think that they I lose on I don't think Sunday. Dallas. I didn't, listen, if I didn't think that Atlanta was going to beat Dallas in that in that pivotal game, I do not think a Colt McCoy-led Redskins are, are going to beat Dallas on Thursday. Uh, I agree. I The thing that scares me is the way that they stymied the runny game the last time that they Washington? played. Now it was in Washington. Does and and Zeke, I mean, he's never really had a good game in Washington. His rookie year, it was week two. He had two fumbles in the fourth quarter and got and got benched in the fourth quarter for Alfred Morris. That's not going to happen on Thursday. I'm, I well, so, Alfred Morris ain't on the team no more, so it's definitely not happening on Sunday or on sorry on Thursday. Jared, no, he. Yeah, okay, I know, I know. I'm Ross bringing Smith's up pretty I, good, but. But I'm Zeke, bringing up realistic points, though. He, he didn't have a okay. good game last year in Washington, and then he didn't have a good game this year in Washington. He had 55 rushing yards. Zeke is hotter than Cajun Chili right I, now, bro. There's absolutely no reason to think that. I'm glad it's you that is all over Ezekiel Elliott. But can you give me credit for having come gradually? If you asked me this six, seven weeks ago, I would say, I don't know. I hemmed and I hawed. I so is he, the best, is he the best running back in the NFL? In 2018, it's not even close. Was he the best running back in the league his rookie year? Le'Veon Bell played very, very well that year. Okay. I can't. It's 1-1A. One one I just can't. Okay. okay. I have to look okay. at, at Was he at the everything. best back through eight games last season? Yes, he before was. Before his bullshit suspension? Before eight, eight games last Since, year? I, looked, I agree. Since yeah. coming in the league, he leads the, the, the league in, in rushing yards. He leads the league in rushing touchdowns. Yeah. He leads the league uh, in 200-plus uh, yard scrimmage games. He leads the league in 100-yard rushing games. Uh, and there's another one, man. It's absurd. He has he's dominant. He has the most, like even he, even his smile is dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like he has like the most million dollar smile. Like he's the most marketable athlete, and he's just he's well, productive. Is he the he's, most marketable athlete? Well, let let's not get into the marketability of athletes. You just brought fun, it up, brother. But there's a lot of factors that go into that. I was just giving credit to his million dollar smile. Let's m- move on. Okay. I think we, we've given a little, little bit too much credit for Score, number twenty one. Score fest to cap off Turkey Day. I, I don't see it as the score fest that people think. Oh, I see. Okay, I, hear, hear me out. Ooh. I see it as a 31-21 Saints victory because I think that defense starts to show up this time of year. I think this is the time of year where defenses sit in their film room and they have conversations like, "No, no, man, I remember this. No, the de- I saw that." Defense is averaging eleven points against the last two weeks. The Saints have scored 45 points the last, th- at least 45 points in the last three games. The first team to do that. The Saints have. Right. It's 45 points in the last three games. They're, well, they're scored scoring... 99 in the last two. <laughs> and okay. Give, and given up uh, like 
seven and fourteen. They're prolific. Yeah. I just don't see it being what we saw They're last night. They're doing it without the rookie draft pick, first round draft pick. I. I'm just saying, Davenport hasn't been in the, the lineup the last three games. Last three games, yeah. This, this, with, is, the last, the this is the last. He's going to come in healthy with so for much juice for the play. I, 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 just, I think. Are they gonna? Are they gonna be the one seed going into the playoffs? I think that matters big time. I think that one and two both get time off. They it just get time comes off, down to where they play. If for, they have to play each other, then that's when it comes down to that home field advantage. So here's here's the thing. That's that, why I think it's huge. Listen, here's what I think about. It. I think that the Saints play in a dome, and I think that the Rams play in arguably the best climate in the continent, right? Is depending on if you like the humid Mexico. Unless there's fucking forest fires going on, and, you can't and it's breathe. real smog, you can't breathe. But do you know what I'm saying? One of them is in a dome, the other one is in an, an excellent climate. So listen, do you think Drew Brees cares if the Coliseum is rocking? He doesn't care. But bet he you, could I'll bet his, you he'll take it, though. He could find his receiver in the dark. They've got the tiebreaker. Yes, that's w- w- which is very, very important come the end of the season. Isn't it come, so weird to think time. that week one, Tampa put a whooping on, on the Saints? Isn't it fascinating to think about how far away September is when you get into this part of the oh, season? Yeah. Think it's about the, the Patriots. Se- that's why it's the second preseason, bro. People were talking about the Patriots as if, well, there goes uh, there goes the Belichick-Brady connection. It's only yeah. been strong for uh, damn near 20 years. Like, well, it, that happens every time that they lose. That's my they, point. They, like, they're, the ESPN's dying. To, they have that article in their drafts. The house goes on fire, and they're like, yep, let me just pull that article about how the Patriots are collapsing. Click. Right. And um, then they just reel off wins. But So... We both so we like all the favorites this week or this Thursday is, and what, is I, what we're saying. And I think it's pretty easy to take them. I I don't see the Lions overtaking the Bears. I that's just, it. See, I think that that's the likeliest upset. No, the, I think the Redskins are the likeliest upset. Oh, I'll yeah, disagree. It's, it's I'll disagree. It's a, no, you're giving too much credit to Colt McCoy. You're I'm not too giving much too much credit to Colt McCoy. I'm giving too much. If I'm giving too much credit, it's to what I watched the first time the defense shut down their offense. The Cowboys' offense looked – it was the last time they looked god-awful. Matt Patricia had his guys out in the snow and they beat Carolina, okay? I'm telling you that the likeliest upset happens in Detroit. Did 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 the Lions beat Carolina or did River Riverboat Ron beat Carolina? See, I I see we didn't talk we didn't talk about that. About the decision can, to play calling, I know. It's like we're down Mike – no, see, I like Mike's throat. I, I, it's well, like we're down his throat as far as play calling goes, but then a guy like Riverboat Ron makes a play call that potentially costs them the game at the end. We should be, we should be, we should be what criticizing both of them. I agree with you, but I'm saying that okay. it's not inequitable. I thought you were gonna say Mike Vrabel. No, Mike McCarthy. Because I, I down was, his throat as far as, and then that's a good example too. Vrabel. But I like the Vrabel. I like the Vrabel go for two call. I didn't like the Carolina one because they had no timeouts. And as soon as you, either way, you weren't trusting your defense. There's no way to spin it where it's you not trusting your and defense. And by going for two, if they got it, it only makes Detroit more aggressive. I agree. They would have to. If they don't yeah. get it, or sorry, if they kick the, the single and Gano doesn't miss it, I understand that that weighed in his decision because of what he watched from his kicker prior just in that game. About, yeah. But if he kicks it, makes it, and it's 20-20, Detroit's probably... Going to be cool with going overtime. but They're not going to push it the way they are if they're down one. But isn't the do, you NFL, do you understand what I'm saying? Of course. The NFL is so... Fl- That's why it's a terrible call. The NFL is so flunky, though, because Graham Gano the, the same guy that, like, last month kicked, like, a 64-yard field Every, goal. I don't care like, what it, it, the numbers say about kickers are statistically better this season than other seasons. 
kickers are missing extra points and kicks at will. Like it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. Even the extra it's like points. a toddler karate Butker. class. Just Butker bad kicks. last night for Casey missed one. Didn't yeah, first miss one. one the, all was it the first one of the game. Yeah, or, and, and wait, no, Zerline missed the first one of the game. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Butker came back as as well, but his was the the first all year at ten games. Like that's yeah, I know he's he's my kicker. It's a lot of football, mine too. But um, we, all right, so we all take the favorites for sure on Thursday. Are, so, but you don't think to take the over on the Thursday nighter? Because I think that the spread's going to be so ridiculous for a divisional game that I can't take it. But at the same time, it'll be. It'll probably be another blowout because... Can I give you a hot take? Okay. Hot take is we see Teddy Bridgewater on Thursday. What's with you wanting to bench quarterbacks? In the fourth quarter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, you did you mean that I was just going to say... Well, oh, you, wanted to, bench Mah- you wanted to bench Mahomes in, in Cleveland or wherever the fuck yeah, you wanted to a, bench him. That was like a radical tangential sort you of thing. You just don't want him to get to the 50 touchdowns that he's going to get. It's almost like... <laughs> What's he at now? Uh, oof, 39? Close, so yeah. 39 yeah. with six games to go? And he had six or touchdowns. Or sorry, with five games to go. And he had six touchdowns last night. So what, he has to average three touchdowns a game. It's easy for him. It's nothing. But uh, I was about to make a point. It's probably going to be um, an average point at best. But I think the better bet is, he, is he going to get that lifetime supply of fines catch up oh for free? Oh, my gosh. Does he get to 57? The new under, over-under is 57. That's hilarious. No, that's like Madden. No, because because so Tom Brady be, had Randy Moss in 2007. 18 Tom, over five games? Tom Brady had Randy Moss in 2007. Pat Mahomes has Tyreek Hill. I mean, one could argue that the West Coast offense is tailored more to throw in 57 touchdowns than what Brady had. But What's the record? What's Manning's record? For what, sorry? Touchdowns thrown in a season. Did he get to 60 that one year? I can't remember. What, with uh, Denver? Yeah. No, it was 50 and change. 54? 50-something. 50 like yeah, something... With Denver, yeah, it was 50. He had seven Feelings, in one not game. facts. Sorry, folks. Feelings, not facts. No intern well, yet. We don't have, I was just going to say, we don't have a producer. No who's, intern He's yet. just like Googling facts for us. Yeah, it comes in time. We're ordering a ticker off Amazon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, as far as Thursday games go, we like all the favorites. You think that like, the likeliest upset is in Dallas. I think the likeliest upset is in Detroit. Yeah. Um, as far as the Saints are concerned, I only said that I think that we see Bridgewater because if they get up by three or four scores, why not put him in for the last 10 minutes of football game? I'm not so you think it's crazy. a blowout? Yeah. Not, not like uh I don't see it being close to last night. I don't think it's oh, going to be Oh, I don't like think it's going to be that kind of game, like but that. I could... Just because it's a divisional game in Atlanta, like Atlanta's... Just, I don't know. They got nothing to lose at this point. Go for broke. Go play for stats and contract bonuses. I don't know. I don't even... Yeah, well, they're playing for incentives right now, right? Contract bonuses, right? But I don't... Um, Should we get to some Twitter questions and whatnot? I think that's necessary. All right. I got a, I got a flat statement. Or uh, I guess it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's in statement form. Stated. But it, but it wasn't. He's... Like a celebrity meaning, the, reading a mean tweet. The... Uh, the Packers are not a playoff team. Tell me why I'm wrong. The the Packers aren't a playoff this is, team. This is from an angry Packers fan. Okay, so the Packers aren't a playoff team. He's he says my he says okay. my Packers are not a playoff team. Dot 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 dot. Tell me why. All right. Well, it's it's. I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. He wants to he wants to get talked off a ledge. I'm assuming. Oh, I get it. I get it. Well. There's still lots to play for because the run game is starting to evolve, okay? And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Um, the development at receiver has been 
unbelievable with Equinami St. Brown and Valdez Scantling. They've all it's but re- Jones. But they've replaced they've replaced <laughs> Jordy Nelson, who you thought is useless. He is useless. Okay. Well, well, I don't want to say that's the hard offer- to say, but I mean he's definitely useless in Oakland, but at he's, the same time he's, he's no longer serving. They got out at the perfect time on Jordy Nelson. I know Aaron Rodgers was mad in the offseason, yeah. took away his little fucking roommate. Took but little well, roommate. they were best buddies. So But it was a good call. It was a good call. Get out a year too early than a year too late. That's why Dallas made a good call cutting Des. If the Packers run the table and they win five in a row, starting with the Vikings, okay? That's a big game on Sunday. That's a huge game. So I'm just answering the question still. If Bakhtiari, if that offensive line can step up enough, I think that it'll hinge on the defense to play well. If I want to see Aaron Jones get 25 touches at least. So do I don't I. care if it's 17 carries and eight catches. So do I. I don't care if it's 24 catches and or sorry, 24 carries and three catches or whatever. 26 carries and zero catches. I want him to be the Ezekiel Elliott for the Packers. If, and there's also if you're going to turn your season around because I, totally I agree, agree with, you. with you. What is it at Cheesehead forever? Forever. Well. <laughs> Cheesehead forever. It's really important to think that Aaron Rodgers is a prolific talent, and if you can pair it with a, a run game that is just more than serviceable, it will hinge on the defense and young corners. And I mean, I don't know Daniel's health. I don't know if Mike Daniel's is is a hundred percent healthy. But Clay Matthews is playing a little bit better. He's a shadow of his former he self. He looked good early in the season, and then he kind of hit. Yeah, him. but he's a shadow of of his former he's self. A, I think he honestly, I think he. Didn't know how to play football for a couple weeks because of the way he was getting flagged early. In the you think season. it was psychological? Hundred percent. Was all in his head. Yeah, it might have. Came Rightfully out so, on though, because he was getting yeah. those bullshit. That th- that could be the difference. Some of those games that they lost early in the season because of bullshit calls. There's an could argument, be the di- and I don't want to. I don't want to shoot no, them no, any bail. No, but there's an argument to be made there that some of those calls were a new offici- a new rule being officiated. In a way that... And now, when's the last time you saw one of those penalties called? Right. Like it's total, they're like, all right, right. enough of this it's, bullshit. It's We're almost, ruining our game. It's almost like an email was sent it, out 100% to all there the officiating teams, right? Um, just, to, just to put a, a cap on she said forever, it is a little bit more... It's, it's, it's important to know that the young corners, Alexander and Jackson, there's a lot that they can do on defense, but it just comes down to execution, and we haven't seen it on the defensive side of the ball. Their defense is a we just haven't is a, is a tire fire. We just it's like, just black smoke. There's been no consistency, bellowing. and they cannot rely on it if Aaron Rodgers comes out and scores points. But what I want to see more though is more up tempo. Maybe Aaron Rodgers' knee can't see, and I I totally disagree. I don't want to see up tempo. No, I want right? to I want to see them control the clock and just. And Aaron Jones, use Jamal him, Williams. You can use him creatively while still using the clock to your advantage, but you got to keep that defense off. Like they can't be on the field for more than twenty-eight minutes. You're not going to win the game if they if they do. You're not. You're not against Minnesota, fun, especially in Minnesota. Here's a fun fact: if they beat the Vikings, the Vikings and the Packers are both five, five, and one. Right. So if Green Bay wins and the Vikings lose, and Chicago forgets how to win. Then they've got that. Well, yeah, see, not, that's why I'm not. To, to, that's why I didn't just say the, we're answering the, the yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. question because that feasibly you can't could be write the them route. off yet, that's especially feasibly. because of Aaron Rodgers. There you go. However, I'm saying right now I haven't seen enough to say that they'll be a playoff team. No, not from the offensive line, and not from the defense. Especially when I think their coach is getting fired at the end of the season. Well, you've haven't like this play calling since week one. It, it's the situational so, play calling. Yeah. I gotta specify that. Absolutely. It's, and again, I'm 
I'm the cowboy, right? So yeah. I, everybody's a Monday. I, and I, and I've been very fair with trashing my own team when it, when it's just. So I mean, uh, to call out some like that decision to punt on fourth and two. You might look back at that as a Packer fan and go, "That was the season right there." We could have. You keep harking back into it, and and, and it was a and, big game. That was a big moment in their season. And man. if you look at context, if they convert, yeah, I, I, it 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 changes the context of that play and and their season. Yeah, so that's a, an elongated answer to say. I don't think they are now, but I won't write them off yet. And you're kind of in the same boat, right? Absolutely. Um. Uh, I, I didn't write his uh, his at name down. Shit, I'll see if I can find it. Um, will Lamar Jackson retain the QB one position when Flacco's healthy? No, not when Flacco's healthy because I don't know if Baltimore knows w- what they have. I think they're using Lamar Jackson in a way that everybody thinks they should, mm-hmm. and in the best way that they can get the most effective use out of. You you don't run a quarterback. 27 times in the NFL unless that's what he did very well in college. Right? There's 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 no offensive system that's predicated around that. No, but like this isn't Taylor telling ma- Vegas Taylor making like, it to him for right. what he can do now. Right, but I'm saying that they don't know what they have you, enough with him. With Joe Flacco, you can call an offense and you know what you have. I think they're better at I think they're better at trying to tailor made something for him. And if it means twenty seven carries in limited uh, limit limited uh, turnovers on offense, what's the answer to the fans' question? Does he play if Joe Flacco's healthy? Because I say definitely See, no. I think I am definitive I, no. I I am I'm definitely not a definitive no. Okay. Because I think that there's like they won with a crazy like with kind of a ludicrous game plan. But that's my point, though, is that they don't know what they have, so they have a ludicrous game. But is plan. it you any worse? Is it NFL. any worse than what they're getting from from Fluco? <laughs> Fans, you can't see the face that I just made, but I I think you that don't want to answer it. But any Super Bowl because it proves my quarterback. Oh come on, hey, get the fuck out of hey. here, bro! Eli Manning has two Super Bowl rings, and he's not going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Allow me to retract. Allow me to retract. A very, very highly paid quarterback who six years removed from a Super Bowl victory should be expected to run whatever offense that and that's why the they, head coach thinks that's that why they gives traded him the back best into, chance to win. That's why they traded back into the first to get a quarterback, right? I'm not going to argue with that. So I won't argue so with now that. They, so, now they, so now that they, they're forced to start him and play him throughout the game and they win a division game. They don't know what they have outside of what of of what they saw at Louisville. Okay, so do you they don't want, know okay. what they so have? So when you're five and five, okay. and and you're kind of middling out, and you don't know if you're gonna make the playoffs, is it better to explore the unknown or to go back to the fucking mediocre? Ooh, the devil you know versus the devil you don't. So that's an armchair GM question, and what better GM than Ozzie Newsom? There isn't one. Oh, remember? One. Oh, well, you want to talk about stupid takes? Remember when I when I said, well, it'd be nice for Ozzie to go out on top that number one defense. Go in there and and just shut down this new age NFL football. I'm pretty sure they're like four and one at that time. Now they're five and five. Right? It's crazy. It's it's interesting to think. So to answer your question, sorry, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. I disagree. You put Flacco in no because you look at the hey there's there is a John Ross connection there. There is a Crabtree connection there. You exploit it. You run Alex Collins. You you take advantage of what you know you have. 
You don't take advantage of something that with one hit can be gone in See, a fleeting you, instant. But you also, yeah, but you also like what they're doing with these sub packages and putting them in it. for it's fucking terrible. I love it. Oh, the defense needs to not. I'm know glad what, that we disagree on a lot of things. The defense needs to go Makes for a better podcast. The defense needs to go. What the hell's gonna happen? Oh shit. Oh shit! Because if if Joe Flacco lines up wide at the X or the Y, they're not going oh shit. But if Lamar Jackson comes in and another blocker comes in, they're going oh shit. Where's he gonna run to? He's got fifty three and a half yards sideline to sideline to get to. You just proved my point. You said you like when they do these sub packages and keep Flacco in the game, and then talked about the defense doesn't care. Pardon me. I thought it. you meant sub packages bringing in Lamar Jackson. No, because every sub package they, when, they keep on, Flacco on the field. Though. When Joe Flacco, but they is don't starting. do that. So you can't clarify it that way because they do not do that, bro. They don't take Flacco off the field and put him on. They don't. They So much more, they, they keep Flacco on and it is fucking useless. They're playing 10 against 11. So here's what I'm trying to say to you. If I'm a defense and Lamar Jackson comes on, I say, fuck me running. There's somebody that can get past me. Okay. I'm that- literally hitting myself, listeners, because you. this is the, this is the same d- debate. We're saying the same thing, but you're arguing against it. Like, it was the same thing last week with the Connor Williams. I listened back to that three different times. It was like Chinese fucking water torture. I still don't know what you were trying to say, but I know your point. And you were, you were like, it was like you were confusing yourself with trying to, like, rally point the conversation or something. But we're saying the same thing because the, okay, the, then the Baltimore Ravens then su- do, they do not enough take Flacco off the field within the game, and just put Lamar on. I agree. And when they do, he's out of rhythm, so it looks bad. He's a, It's either a loss or a gain of two. I agree. And then it put and then they put Flacco back in, and it's second and eight. Do you think they're handing the ball off? Pin the ears back, defense, go get them. Yeah. It, it kills the fucking momentum of the game. I agree with that. And that's what I'm saying. They don't enough take Flacco off the field. He's lined up out there, and yeah. he doesn't even engage in a fucking block. Right, but He's what hands started on the hips. this whole thing is when you said sub-package, I automatically thought that we you, were... that, that You, you should. Im- implicitly stated... You should think that, that. there was 11 guys coming on, and the quarterback was the 11th, and there's 10 blockers. No, see, that's, that's the what, problem. So... I now agree with what okay. you're saying. You're trying... I'm, I'm saying that's I'm the not, problem, though. I, I totally concur, because okay. when you had just said that he doesn't even come in to block... It's almost like there's not a place for him on the see, football field. Even yeah, see, even the point. way that you word that as coming into block, he's he's already on the field. He's just leaving the huddle instead of fucking it's breaking the huddle. It's eleven on ten at that point. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, we just spent point. way too much time. on Way that. too much time. It was it was a fan. <laughs> it was a fan Twitter question, but okay, yeah, it was. So to answer the question, <laughs> you say no, and I say no, yes. Fair enough. That was I say explore the unknown because you're not making the playoffs anyway. Sorry, that was buddy. a European roundabout way of getting there. Yeah. Um... Last question. Defensive player of the year, Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald again. Yeah, he, he goes back to back. See, I think, the, I think that people are, are uh, they tend to go to the new sexy thing that's... What's hot? The new, yeah, like the what's in. Well, Donald did it last year. Now he's doing it again, and well, he's doing it with all. He's he sh- he should be doing it with all the fucking attention that the rest of the line should garner. He should. Who's your dark horse? So I think Mac and Donald are the front runners. I like. Uh, I I said Donald back to back because I've never seen. Horse. What about T.J. Watt? Is he a dark horse? Oh, he's playing outstanding. 
Is he a, is he a, a dark horse I, for defensive MVP? I think that Pittsburgh would have to run the table and win a couple dirty games where he's the diff, like the absolute difference maker. That's what that's what it takes, man. You got to be yeah. the reason you win. Yeah. And that that offense. And if you scores, define it like that, then Khalil Mack is the best defensive player. That's why football. I said him. Yeah. It, it, well, I said him because it's the new sexy thing. Yeah. But. Man, the guy, it's ridiculous the amount of times he gets his hand on the ball. He, do, he does what every other fan screams at their pass rusher to do when you know that the quarterback's not going to, or the quarterback's going to get the ball out just in the nick of time because they're going to wrap the hips up. Where if they just put the eyes on the ball, they could literally just snatch it out and keep running. Mac does that. He times that ball coming out perfect and snatches it first. He's built like a bull, but he runs like a horse. And then he hits you, and then it's it's like the bull so, all over again. So we don't agree, Mac, or we do agree, Mac. I don't know. Actually, it's it's Donald or Mac, and both of them are going to get votes. It's not going to be like the Associated Press is going to go twenty five to one as far as votes go, or twenty four to one. But I have a question: the most valuable player in the offensive player of the year. When was the last time they were, were the same player? Ooh, I don't know. Because could it be Pat Mahomes for both? I think Gurley will get one of them. The MVP goes to the quarterback and the offensive player goes to the running back. I got That's a the problem way it goes. with that. I got a problem with that. That's the way it goes, though. Yeah, but you know what? It though? shouldn't be called the MVP. I couldn't agree it more. Called the quarterback. I award. couldn't agree more, and I thought about that earlier. The, the only time, it, the week. only time that that rule gets thrown out the window is in the Super Bowl. If a, if a cornerback gets two picks and he scores on one of them, he's the MVP. Yep. If a running back busts one eighty five and two touchdowns, and one of them's the game winner, he's the MVP. You're right. There was if no defensive. Guy gets, like who was it for the the Panthers a couple years ago? Keanu Neal had like four and a half sacks or something Falcons. in the game. Or, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And they lost. Yeah. But if they won, it he would have been the MVP. You're absolutely right. Okay. So that's where the Super Bowl is kind of, it breaks the... It's a little bit more fair. There's a bit more equity there. But I totally agree. The most valuable player is the most valuable quarterback to his team. And the offensive player is the most talented, skilled position player. Just I agree. Let's end, let's end on this. I mentioned him earlier. And last week I asked you about a kind of a crazy offensive rookie of the year award for Quentin Nelson. And I think that especially after this past week, uh, Philip Lindsay might be in that conversation big time. Um, the two touchdowns were the big difference maker in that Denver game, getting them the dub. And that's like a un, you know, I, I mean, that guy wasn't very highly touted. Uh, I'll coming leave, out, right? I'll leave our fans with a, a thought. Should the fact that he's undrafted help his cause or hurt it? I think it'll help it. It'll help it, as opposed to him being a first-round guy. Now, the reason I brought him up was because I wanted to say last week we talked about Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I want to talk about the guy that I mentioned earlier for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Who do you like? The guy in Indy? The, the guy in Dallas. Oh, no, no. And he's going to have to compete it, with Darius Leonard that now, we talked about. In, now, in, in what do the Cowboys do that the Colts don't consistently? On which side of the ball? Or do you mean on a team organization? I mean as a team organization. They play in prime time, my friend. So you see him more than... But the people who, who, the, who Everybody vote, sees but him But the Associated more. Press who well, votes, hold on a second. they see all the games and they he know He wasn't the on the Pro Bowl voting list on Sunday morning. He was on Sunday night. Now he plays a Thursday game, primetime Thanksgiving. When's his next game? Primetime Thursday, following night, or the following Thursday against the Saints. 
I can't argue with you that that helps us. So cost, his exposure does, is going to be there because then they're going to be the game of the week against the Eagles. It's like a campaign. Okay, just, it does. He's just now, got greater. PR. So he's going to continue. Now he's got like 119 tackles or something. Are you sure? Yeah, but with that with, assi- like with, a a, with assisted can Oh yeah, yeah. Not but he's at hundred. But he's at hundred tackles. Yeah. Already, and he don't forget that there was that the stretch where Sean Lee actually was playing and he wasn't. Yeah. So he's do he's got those numbers without starting the whole year the way Darius Leonard is. I agree with you that at this point, pardon me, at this point it probably would be him or maybe like a Derwin James or uh, there is one other name that I had in mind. But either way, the mm-hmm. point is, is because of the way he's played, especially these last two weeks, he's got a pick in both of them. Both of them are in prime time. Yep. Right? It's, I don't know. I think that, because yeah. you could argue that aside from him, Demarcus Lawrence, Byron Jones, all pros. Yeah. Potentially Jalen Smith as well on that defense. And then you throw him into it. I'm just I'm just staying on defensive rookie of the year dark horse. Is Denzel Ward crazy? I love the guy. Is that is that is that crazy? I don't think because not I don't think that he's to his side. I don't see him getting barbecued very often. Like I yeah, see, and, and the cornerbacks got to get like eight picks, seven picks. The in numbers order to have get, to jump off the they, page. They do, and, but they, and I don't think they thing, will though, now because guys learned. Okay, but if he gets no action, if his jersey is clean at the end of every football game, like why is that not relevant? <sighs> is it a scheme thing? Is it a well? Richard Sherman only played to his side and didn't move. Yeah, it, Byron I don't Jones. Know. That's only, a hard. Byron Jones only plays on his side. He doesn't move. He could That's never true. be. He could never be like a Patrick Peterson. He could never be like a. Well, it's funny. Who, Ramsey. They both. What do they have in common? Both of those guys who. Richard Sherman and Byron Jones. You said they both don't travel. Right. So they can never be uh, Patrick Peterson. What do those two guys both have in common? Chris Richard, defensive coordinator. Okay. He was in Seattle with Richard. He was in, he, now he's in Dallas with Byron. I get that's it. The, I, that's why Byron Jones is now considered an all-pro cornerback. A lot of guys calling him the best-performing cornerback in the league this season. It's because of Chris Richard. He was a safety for the last three seasons, playing out of position, not but but not playing out of position for the coaches that were coaching him. Now, as soon as Chris Richard comes in, he goes boom, corner. You're my new Richard Sherman. It's exactly what happened. It's pretty interesting. And even when Cheeto keeps getting picked on, he's right in position. That was perfect defense against Julio. And even once Julio caught it, he tried to sna- uh, smack it away, like. He's getting put on on people's Jeez. highlight films, yeah, and he's did, in position every time. Woozy didn't look for the football. He, that's the one thing that he didn't get his head around to do. Yeah, it's the one thing. Like I, I don't disagree. He was in position, but corners get beat. But that's in the that's the all, that's all, all that's why Byron Jones is now a, a name you know. Hmm. Well, I mean, I I knew or not you. I I, <laughs> I said that like with some sass for some reason. I don't, but like a, put a little bit of salt on it. He, he's a name that a Bengals fan probably knows now. Because he watches a Sunday night football game. Yeah. And they're like, wow, this guy, Chris Collinsworth just keeps blowing this Byron Jones guy. Oh, man. But, yeah, but Chris Collinsworth, though, on, on the Chicago game, he goes. Oh, Jesus, and I, I know. Quote, I know. He goes, now, I played against the 85 Bears. Now, this Chicago team's not there, but they're really good. Yeah, he just, I know. Well, come I, on. I, I don't like Collinsworth. What kind of irrelevant? Like, what kind? Anyway. Let's end with that. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good turkey uh, day on Thursday. Enjoy the games. And we'll catch you next time. Peace out.